This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck. And you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Welcome to episode 29 of the How She Did That podcast. My guest today is Renee Rebar, a sales coach who has sold millions of dollars in products and services and trained thousands to sell for the first time. She is known in her industry as a fun, energetic executive sales coach who leads with the heart. I was first introduced to Renee when I put out a call for a sales coach for introverts to do a guest training for my mastermind program, Booked and Balanced, and no less than 10 people recommended Renee. And now I know why. Her enthusiasm is absolutely magnetic, and I can't wait to hear her tell us how she makes sales. Hey, Renee, I am so excited to have you on the How She Did That podcast today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business? Yes. Um, so first of all, we met at online, which is so awesome yes. because before there were these ab- amazing, I call them online forums, but other people call them Facebook groups. It was, you had to get out of your house and go to these local meeting meetups to be able to meet other like-minded business people. Um, so I've owned my own business since 1996. I've had three different companies that I've created, brought up over a million dollars and sold. Wow. Um, and so I'm excited to be able to share that with the women of the online space now whether they're consultants, coaches, done-for-you service providers, agency owners, teaching them how to connect with and convert potential paying clients, both that's, online and in person. So that's, that's a little bit about me, my background, and what I do now. That's amazing. And you came so highly recommended. I originally <laughs> met you because I put out, I think it was in like the Boss Moms uh, Facebook group, yeah. I was looking for a sales coach for my mastermind to come in and speak to the ladies in my mastermind. And no less than 10 people were like, you have to talk to Renee. You have to talk to Renee. And I was like, I have to talk to Renee. (laughs) Yes. So we're talking about sales today. And I know that for a lot of virtual support pros that I've come in contact with, sales conversations are really hard to have for them. They don't come second nature. And so I know that you feel like there is something missing a lot of times in the online space when it comes to sales. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yes. Um, we oftentimes, because there is a screen between us, forget that it's still a human on the other side, mm-hmm. right? And so especially with done-for-you service providers, you know, we don't need thousands of clients per month to, to do what we want to do with our business, right. right? Maybe 5, 10, 15 clients per month would be full for a mm-hmm. lot of those women and men. But specifically speaking to the woman side of it, it it's, I really want to just encourage that it's not different online. Mm-hmm. Meeting someone, that that process, that cycle of events that has to happen to kind of get to know them. And you know, before we went before we went live here, we talked about our dogs and how our dogs kind of have to get to know somebody first right. before <laughs> they uh, will accept you. <laughs> and so humans are no different. And so 
in the online space, we think, well, I need better branding or I need a better website or I need better this or that. I need something else, fill in the blank, before I can put myself out there. Mm -hmm. And my answer is there are a lot of people making six figures that don't even have websites, mm -hmm. don't even have branding. I mean, that would be considered appropriate. It was just, they're just going out there, meeting people, connecting. In other words, shaking hands and kissing babies, as I used to call it, uh, <laughs> when we had outside sales reps, was, was really just what I encourage people to do. So these online forums, these Facebook groups, these other places that we can hang out are fantastic places to truly connect with people, shake their hand, get to know them. And then when you get to know them, you find out, oh, I can help them with they're this or they're that. And then that, that conversation then can start from there. I love that. And I think the sense of creating connection before you even have or start the sales conversation is huge. And I think it can also help people who may be shyer and may may not feel comfortable on the sales conversation. If you already feel like you've already had a couple conversations with those people that you're having sales conversations with online, it doesn't that make it easier? Yes, absolutely. In fact, the way that I teach sales is built for, and we've talked about this for introverts, mm -hmm. because you don't need to be like, hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. That's, that's pitching. What right. I'm saying in terms of selling, it's about connecting mm -hmm. and asking, having those one-on-one -on -one deep conversations where, where opportunities arise naturally. That is what I want people to really get excited about doing versus right. like, Hey, I have to do this content calendar and be here on Monday and Tuesday here and Friday here and ah, because that could make <laughs> anyone crazy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And so, what do we do between between the creating co connection and conversation with people and the actual selling part? If the selling part feels foreign to us, and if it feels you know like we're we're not doing it well or we're having trouble closing that sale, even though we know that we're excellent at what we do, mm -hmm. how do we bridge that gap between? where we are and where we need to be in that? Well, I think that in your question is the, is the first answer. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not, it's the selling part isn't separate. Okay, perfect. So people ask me all the time, I, I you know, well, where do I, you know, here's, I have a subjection. Somebody keeps telling me, you know, they have to keep telling me that they're, that they're interested, but they have to think about it. Or mm -hmm. they're, they heard what I said and they like it, but they have other people that they're going to talk to first. I'm like, when you hear that, the, it's, maybe five or 10 touch points before that, that we need to work. Okay. And so the connecting and the conversation part is the selling part. It's all a part of the selling part. So if you're talking about though, the actual offer part, mm -hmm. which is when I'm, I hear that I've connected with the person, I've genuinely been open and released any expectation that this might be a paying client or not. I'm simply asking questions and, and listening deeply, taking notes, knowing that each person I connect with is either just going to be a connection, which you know, we, it's always nice to have friends, right? That know what we do and right. what we do and more about each other. Uh, they might be a collaborator. So it might be like us, right? We right. are now collaborators talking and helping each other with our businesses in unique ways. Or thirdly, they might be a client. So in that process of asking questions and then uh, we can then say, okay, so once I have a full picture of where they're at and I've identified, is this going to be just a connection, a collaborator, or is this a potential client? If it's a potential client, then I do need to repeat back to them what I understand to be true. So what I'm hearing you say is this and that and this. Is that the full picture or is there more? Okay. And so that reminds me of a program that I have or that reminds me of uh, a, an, uh, something that I did for a, for a client last month or why I created my business or why I created this online service. Uh, do you want to hear more about it? Why, yes, I do. And then explaining the value. So 
based on, now you have information that they've already said out loud. So mm -hmm. when you said you wanted a new workbook created, like you're talking to someone who might do that. Right. When you said that you have the, you have all the text in Google Docs, but you just don't know how to put it all, formulate it, make it look beautiful, easy to digest for your students or clients, and in a printable format that they can receive when they purchase your course. Well, that there is a, is a beautiful project that I've done many times for clients, typically within seven to 14 days. The value of that time and result, because the people that buy your course now can take it and finish your course because they have that workbook to go along with it, that is upwards of $2,000 that that's valued at. Mm. However, because we've talked today and I see your business and I see how organized and clear you are, I feel confident that I could give you that same workbook for only $700 within a 14-day turnaround. How does that feel? They're like, Love that. that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'll take I now two. want to buy that service. <laughs> right. Now, right. if you're smart too, every time you do one little project, you're always looking for what is next. Because if, if, you're, done, if you're a done-for-you service provider, there's t most definitely tons of opportunities inside that business. Mm -hmm. And nobody wants to start, start, you know, really try to find a whole new person every time. If they already know you, like you, and trust you, you've already worked with them, and they've already paid you, and they're happy, and you're happy, then it's your job to look inside their business and say, now, you know, Joanne, I always use it as like my fake person. <laughs> now, Joanne... I've noticed since we're about almost done with the workbook, I want to have a little conversation with you about something else that I've noticed. Oh, Joanne says. And then so Sally, the sales provider in this case, said, Sally's my other fake name. Um, <laughs> Sally says, well, Joanne, what I've noticed is now that I'm in your course and I'm creating this workbook, I also noticed X, Y, and Z is something that might, you might want to consider. Have you considered me, someone working on that before? Have you considered doing X, Y, and Z with it? Oh, why, yes, I have it. I didn't know how to explain it or how to even ask someone to do it or whatever, right? Because Joanne most definitely has these ideas and thoughts of her own. Then Sally says, well, I'd be happy to talk to you more about what that might look like. Do you want to hear more about it? Yes, I do. Okay, great. Well, let's set up another time to actually talk about it. So then Sally can then go create a line-by-line -line proposal. Now, this proposal could be $15,000. Right. Right? Because now they've already worked together on one project. They've gotten that solidity, that relationship down. Now Sally is doing her due diligence and looking for more opportunities and she's saying, well, I see this and I see also these other 10 things. Right. I'm going to put a separate I, call yeah. and line it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely so much easier to upsell or to, you know, find those additional places than to go looking for a brand new client. And uh, one of the stories that I share is that we had a client who we were doing their Pinterest management for and things were going really well. And she had created this, um, I think it was a blog post for brides and it was something about bridal something. And the pin for the blog post went viral. Like her website traffic like quadrupled in a matter of a month. And so I looked at that blog post and I was like, you know, we really need an opt-in here so that we can actually capture this traffic. And then so she was like, oh yeah, I need an opt-in, you know? And then I was like, you know, we really could run Facebook ads to this. Do you have a Facebook pixel? And she didn't have a pixel on there. Mm -hmm. So we were able to create that opt-in, integrate it with her website and add mm -hmm. her Facebook pixel, you know, all of those things, just because I noticed the other gaps that there were in her process, basically. Yes. Yeah. You know, right there, people say, when, well, because you have obviously, you and I'm sure everyone else that you work with has many, many things they could do, mm -hmm. right? And so someone says, well, could you do this? Could you put a pixel on my, on my opt-in page? And you're like, well, sh you know, yes. And then, well, how much is that, right? Might be the next question. Right. Instead of answering, what I want you to do, and everybody else listening, <laughs> because if you're a done-for-you service provider is say, well, that depends. 
let's get on a quick call, 10, 15 minutes and explore the options so that you don't get what you don't need. Right. So it's always like, I'm looking out for you. I'm the trusted advisor in the space. No matter what, I'm not going to sell you or convince you. I'm only going to guide you and mm-hmm. shepherd you through the processes of what you need now and not anything else. Yes. I love that because I've also found that when people ask, well, how much is that? And I just throw out a number. I mm-hmm. always regret it because it always ends up being more work than I even realized, you know, like inbox management. It used to be, well, how much is that? Oh, $300 a month. And then I go in and they have like 14,000 emails a week coming in and they have no system set up for it. And all of those things that I didn't realize, yeah. then I feel like, you know, the jerk or the fool for having to go back and being like, actually, this is more like a thousand dollars a month, you know? Yes. Yes. And no wonder they were so eager to say yes to 300. <laughs> right. They're like, well, dang. Right. So there's, there's definitely, so a part of the selling part is the discovery process, right? Yes. And it's not like when I, when I think of discovery calls, when I first came to the online space, I think that a lot of coaches were teaching people to do the discovery call to, um, expose someone's weak points, right? Like, haha, I'm going to see where I can get in. <laughs> and that the energy is so different. It's, it's, a, it's meant to be a true discovery, a salesperson. Mm-hmm. If you had hired someone to do the sales for your business, their job would be to uncover where the company could help. Not yes. where, you know, oh, I'm going to get you. Yes. You know? <laughs> not the, <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> not the I had to pour salt in your wounds. And that's truly it because we, as service providers, we're like, oh yeah, I can totally do that. And with a picture we have in our head of what inbox management looks like and the picture they had in their head are like, mm, so totally different. Off. Right. Yeah. So part of the discovery process, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Two of the things that I have added to my proposal process for clients, Mm because all of, for our clients, all of our proposals are based off of scope of work. So they're all custom quotes. We don't have Mm -hmm. packages. Mm -hmm. And so once I have that first call with a client, then I create a proposal that has three options for them. Mm -hmm. And it's normally like small, medium, and large, basically. Mm -hmm. So it gives them some options, number one, so that they can grow into it. And number two, because often on the discovery call, I do discover things that they didn't even realize that they needed. And so usually that second or third option includes those add-ons that I'm like, we didn't really say, you know, you didn't say that you needed this based off of the lead capture form that you filled out. But after having our conversation, I really think this is important. But the things that I've included in those that have been really, really great. Number one, I have a video that I shoot that just goes over, you know, thanks them so much for having the conversation with me, goes over, excuse me, the proposal. um, And that's not every single bullet point of it, but basically it just opens up another conversation and gets them the opportunity to see and connect with me once again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The more touch points you can have, the better. There's a lot of, you know, again, in the online space, words that go around or ads that come into your newsfeed, like, you know, get 10 customers overnight while you sleep in 15 Mm -hmm. minutes, you know, 15 minute call and overnight. (laughs) I mean, like, what? In the real world where we live, where we (laughs) live, people are still people. Humans are still humans and need that process, that warming up, that pre framing, and then those touch points. And then with proposals, yeah, there's, there's, there's so many places for the proposal to go off rails. Mm-hmm. Um, having sold lots of things from products and services from $5 to $500,000, it's, they're never a customer until the invoice has been paid. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it can go wrong anytime. So things like having a deadline, mm-hmm. things like going through the proposal with them, because again, what you say is email inbox support and what they think that is 
are often very different. Yes. Let's make sure we're using the same words they're using and that there's no scope creep. Scope yeah. creep is massive. So and massive. That, <laughs> and that will only be prevented by taking it a little bit at a time. And oftentimes yeah. start with the smaller project and then grow into that 50 or 15,000 or $100,000 project is easy. If you, even if you started off with a thousand dollar project. I love that. Okay. So two more questions before I let you go. So right. <laughs> the first one is what is one thing that our audience can do today to generate more leads, increase their close rate, get better at sales altogether? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a big I question. Know. <laughs> one thing. <laughs> one thing. I mean, the overarching concept of I want to connect with the right people, convert more people, and get better at even, even having and upselling, if you want to use that word, our current accounts, is to own our worth. I talk about that a lot. When women work with me, they come to me because I need sales and I can teach them how to do that. But when, when I get these testimonials back, almost the very first thing they always say is, I finally have confidence. Mm, yes. And, and uh, you can't buy that, right? That has to come from inside. So to own your worth. And so an exercise that I take people through is to write down, um, in essence, a brag sheet, right? And I want you to, ch and I always say, channel your favorite aunt who always says, oh, and she got an A in high school math. <laughs> I know you're 35, you know, right. <laughs> high school math mom or great, you know, auntie, you know, she's right. like your mom, right? She's like, you're better than your mom because right. you're like, she's really, really awesome. She and says yes to, like, to everything, right? Yes, everything. She doesn't have to say no. <laughs> she has no boundaries, right? So like, what would your favorite auntie say about you? Like, write all those down as cheeky as it may feel and sound. And then maybe pass it off to a trusted advisor, whether it be a coach or a mentor or a peer, um, and have them look at it and pull out three key points, mm -hmm. three key things. I have worked with so many women, and even just right now, I have this pool of amazing women in my mastermind. Three of them are, are Ivy League grads. Wow. They're in their 30s, mm -hmm. and so they didn't think that that was important to talk about anymore. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, have kind of important. They have an MBA from Yale. I'm like, <laughs> right. that Yale? Like the Yale in New Haven, Connecticut? She's like, yeah. I'm like, ish kabibble. This is going to be everywhere. <laughs> and so little things like that are what people, we often, as, uh, when we're thinking about our, just ourselves, we think, oh, well, that, you know, that was 15 years ago. Right. Nobody cares about that. Right. Yeah, most, a lot of people do. A lot of people do, yes. <laughs> a lot of people do. Because it gives us credibility without having to have the brick and mortar and the, and the fancy branding and the fancy website. It's truly, it is who you are. You are who you are no matter where you go. So that is the one thing. If I had to give one thing, <laughs> own your authority, own what you already have done. Yes. Thank you. I know it's hard to, to pare it down to one thing. Yeah. <laughs> so can you tell us about the video training that you are sharing with our audience? Yes. So um, when I first first came to the online space, I thought it was different. I thought, oh, it's different here because it's, you know, it's not in person. Right. And what I realized is it is not. And so I have a very specific system called a zero to sales in 10 minutes a day because what I also figured it was people that come online, we usually came online for a, a life reason, right? Like I want to have a life balance. I mm -hmm. maybe have an aging parent or I have a sick child or I have, or my husband is sick or I'm sick or, you know, we, something that is big. And, you know, we literally just could not leave the house on a daily basis from nine to five or eight to seven, really, mm -hmm. Monday through Friday to go work for someone else, even though we have the experience and the education to do so and right. quite well. So we came to the endless space to find that ability to have ownership of our own schedule. And so what I found is that time 
was of the essence. Mm-hmm. So that zero to sales in 10 minutes a day is a, is a literal map, a seven day map of what they can do each day for 10 minute sprints and not only video training, but also a little workbook that goes along with it. And I'm giving it away. That's great. That's amazing. So, if you've ever wondered, what do I have to do today? Well, that'll give you the answer. That'll tell you. <laughs> that'll tell you. Where can our audience find more of you online? Yes. So my website is the hub of probably all the different platforms. I, I'll do a live show every Wednesday that people say, really like, I love doing it too. It's called the S word because sales. <laughs> you can't talk about it. It's like Mufasa from the Lion King. Remember that? Don't say it out loud. <laughs> so the S word live every Wednesday at 1230 PM Eastern on my public Facebook page. Um, but those are also shared on my website, which is ReneeRebar.com. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's been so fun. I'm glad we get to see each other like this. Me too. Do you know what services you want to offer and who you want to offer them to, but need some guidance on the how of setting up the systems that will create a seamless experience for both you and your clients? Don't let the overwhelm of getting set up stop you from starting a virtual support business that you love. Head to thelaunchguild.com forward slash Biz Basics to learn more about my four-part training that eliminates the fluff and walks you through how to set up your business's most crucial systems. Wow your clients from beginning to end using the tools, templates, and workflows that I use in my own business. Check out this four-part training at thelaunchguild.com forward slash biz with a Z basics.